Hi everybody, this is Michael Hildebrand and I'm your host on the Sleep Trust Podcast, where I'm talking about how to gain back trust in your ability to have a superb sleep again. In this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast, we're going to have a look at snoring. And this is the first part out of a three-part series all around snoring. Today we're going to have a look out of the perspective of a snorer. So if you snore, this is the series that you might want to listen to. Uh, Next week we're going to have a look at uh, out of the perspective of somebody who's being snored at. So uh, out of today's perspective, our spouse or whoever is lying in bed beside us. And the third series, which will close up the snoring series with, is about sleep apnea, which is related to snoring, but a little bit more complicated when it comes to the health issues. So let's kick off this episode by having a look at just a couple of numbers. When it comes to the amount of people, to just give you a feeling of the size of this problem, about 90 million Americans suffer from snoring. And about half of them suffer from what we would call normal snoring, the snoring that we're going to talk about today. And the other half is even related to sleep apnea, which is even worse when it comes to the health-related issues. And there are also gender-specific differences when it comes to the amount of people snoring. So men typically snore more often than women. That seems to be true. And even though the numbers um, had a wide range, depending on which study and which country I had a look at, what kind of always went through is that men typically snored 30 to 50% more than women. And the last number I wanted to throw in today for us to get a better feeling about snoring is the volume of snoring. So how loud is snoring actually? And volume gets measured in dB, which is decibel. And snoring ranges, typically ranges uh, somewhere between 60 dB and 90 dB. So 60 at the lower end and 90 at the higher end. A vacuum cleaner typically ranges around 70 dB. And a chainsaw, a chainsaw uh, around 100 dB. So you, you kind of get a feeling how loud snoring can be and how disturbing this can be for our partners. And this is probably also the main reason why we want to take care about snoring. But the louder the snoring gets, the more health issues you could also have and see from snoring. Uh, It could begin with things like feeling a little bit drowsy or having a lack of focus the next day because you kind of wake up a couple of times in the night from your own snoring. The more dangerous part is that you also tend to have a higher risk of getting a heart attack uh, and even strokes. This is what they found out in a study, I think it was in Europe or, uh, or Russia, somewhere there. They found out that loud snoring increased the risk of having a heart attack 34%. And when it comes to stroke, it was even 67%. So if you're a loud snorer, you really want to take care and do take action and trying to get rid of that snoring. So to move on from here, we're going to have a look at what causes snoring. And then we're going to walk through a couple of really good tips that you can use and adapt 
to try to get rid of your snoring. And I know it's not always that easy and not every tip works good for everybody, but listening to those health issues and think of your relationship, I think it's definitely worth trying a couple of them. And many of them can really help you to get rid of snoring. So there are a couple of well-known causes when it comes to snoring. And they're all kind of burned down to a narrowed breath pathway. Number one here is obesity. If we have too much fat in our bodies, in particular in our throat, then this will tighten the breath pathway, especially and in particular when we fall asleep and our muscles relax. The next thing is a throat weakness. So if we have soft tissues in the backs of our throats, that can also lead to snoring. The same is true for a mispositioned jaw. Um, if we've got an obstruction in the nasal passage, that will also harm our breath pathway and lead to snoring, or at least it can. Then the sleep position, if we are lying on our backs, that is a thing that actually promotes snoring. So lying on your side is actually better. Um, the same is true for drinking alcohol or using drugs. Everything that kind of relaxes the muscles is not good when it comes to snoring. And last but not least, if you have a flu or if you're allergic, then everything basically that leads to a swollen throat can ultimately be a cause for snoring too. And let's start off the tips right there. So if you've got a flu, you've got a flu. But if you are allergic, there are several things that you can do. So let's say you're allergic against dust. Then you want to take care that you don't have a carpet in your bedroom. If you are, let's say, allergic against mite, then you may want to take care that you get a bedding that is anti-allergic. As my daughter has one too, she's allergic against mite. And um, she got one of those because she had dry skin and she, she also was a little bit snoring. When I think about, think back a couple of years, uh, it wasn't as loud. I'm sure we weren't at the 90 dB range yet, but it was a, a slight snoring. So uh, she got the anti-allergic bedding and everything was okay. The next thing you can do if you're allergic against poles you just want to shut your windows in the bedroom at the time uh, of the day when these fly around most. So there are a couple of things that you can do to actually um, actively push against these allergies. When it comes to obesity, we would simply have to follow a diet and workout. Uh, that is not easy, but at least it's under our control, which is good. The next thing we can do is to check our sleeping position. So as said, sleeping on our backs really promotes snoring. So try to sleep on your side here. Then the next thing when, when it comes to the jaw, there are oral appliances out there. You put them in your mouth and they kind of keep your jaw in uh, a position that is good against snoring. There are also oral appliances that kind of keep your tongue from falling into your throat. Next, you can try to do tongue and throat exercises. They're, first of all, they're really funny to look at, 
but they are also helpful. So I'll see if I find a YouTube video out there showing you how to do these exercises and I'll put them into the show notes of this week's episode. You'll find them at sleeptrust.eu, so check it out. Um, then the very, very sad thing, avoid drinking alcohol because alcohol relaxes the muscles and we all know what happens then. Then uh, there are another couple of things that you can try. I'm not really sure about the effect. So taking vitamin C was a thing that I found. There are certain herbs that can, can help you too. According to a couple of people uh, using essential oils, but this is all kind of um, things that you can do and test in Google. But I think the main things are those that we went through. And the very last thing I want to throw in is a surgery. So if, if you went through all of these tips and they didn't really help you, that may be an option for you to talk about with your doctor. The sources that I found said something about a success rate of 30%, which is kind of low considering the risk that you take with every surgery. That would really be my last choice, but probably the numbers are dependent on who does the operation, who does the surgery, and uh, you're definitely better off to talk to your doctor uh, about with that and to do your own research, of course, because nobody can take the responsibility for your decisions except of you. With that, let's wrap up this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. Snoring is a problem that 90 million Americans have. The volume of snoring reaches from 60 decibel up to 90 decibel, which is almost in chainsaw territory. The causes for snoring all affect our breathing pathway. And there are many things that we can do without a surgery to get rid of snoring, beginning with avoiding alcohol, checking our sleep position, doing a diet, using an oral appliance and doing throat and tongue exercises. And that's it for this week's episode of the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself and that you tune in next week when we're going to talk about snoring again, then out of the perspective of the passive snorer. Until then, have a superb sleep. Hey there, and thanks for listening to the Sleep Trust Podcast. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you want to get further information on this podcast, or material that will help you to gain back your sleep trust, please check out sleeptrust.eu, that's sleeptrust.eu, where you will get lots of information around sleep. And here comes some legal stuff. Everything on this podcast is my opinion only, so do not take it as an advice, as I am not a doctor, nor have I considered your personal situation. If you feel that you need medical advice, please consider getting an appointment at your doctor of trust. If you want to give me any kind of feedback on this podcast, feel free to email me at podcast at sleeptrust.eu. I hope you tune in again next week and until then, have a good sleep.